A lot of fun <laughs> intro stuff there, bro. Yeah, great <laughs> intro stuff. Great, great. So, hey, great be intro stuff. Great intro I mean, stuff. Freak. You know, it's 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 interesting, man. Like uh, this team, man. I it it, it I I don't even know what to say. It's hard to put in words. It's so yes, much, so it's, much, so frustrating. It's hard to put in words, right? Like, yeah. first thing I put in the chat thread is fire Lombardi, guys. What do you guys think? Let's <laughs> let's hear your thoughts. What yep. went wrong? What went wrong? Let's let's have the conversation right now. What yeah. are we struggling at as fans and as a team in general? What is going on? Because, dude, we look like hot shit. We looked horrible, dude. Like, I'm not joking. We looked absolutely like dog shit. It was terrible. Now, say what you want to say about the defense, but the offense looked like hot garbage from beginning to end. Um, JC Jackson is clearly gone. Yeah. Um, looks like Williams is apparently injured. Who knows what's going on with Allen? But, oh, my God, guys, like, what happened? Like, I want everyone's thoughts. Guys, this is literally just put your thoughts in the chat below. What do you think? What happened? I mean, I have my thoughts. I kind of want to go off what you guys think. Um, but, oh, my God, dude. Guys, it's unbelievable. It's just bad. It's just bad, bad football. Bad preparation. Bad, yep. like, just execution bad on trying to make an adjustments bad on it's just so many levels like the thing about it is is like and i was just talking to andrew just before on the show that we're starting yeah. i was like you know lombardi is is the scapegoat for sure but you gotta start thinking about everybody yeah. else at this point because yeah. lombardi is only one part of the 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 equation to this now you start kind of shifting a little bit defensive coordinator start looking at him you start thinking Brandon Staley. Start thinking about him because once again, we're four and three. But yep. I think we've gotten away with the last three weeks of getting yep. away with just wins. And yep. just finding these lucky little ways to win a game. And we're finding ways to be able to shoot ourselves in the foot at the same time. I mean, yep. what is this? Three games in a row where we've given up about 10 to 14 points right from the get-go, right out the gate. And we're instantly putting ourselves in a deficit right from the get-go. And that's not winning football, yep. guys. That's that's called coaching. And if you don't come coaching. out, if you don't come out with a game plan that's setting you up for success and setting yourself up for failure immediately. Because I looked at our stats. First quarter, we averaged three points a quarter this season so far. Yeah, yes. The Seahawks, terrible. the last three that's games. Coaching. That's yeah, terrible. That's, coaching. that's, that's terrible. Coaching. I mean, that is pathetic. Bottom line, Sawman 4 right yep. now said that. That is absolutely pathetic. And, you know, where – what – okay. Bye weeks are a resetting week. <laughs> we almost we can't reset? even talk right now. Look, I, I'm frustrated. You know, and just so you – J James and I are just so frustrated. We we were we were going back and forth. We had this whole thing. We tried to get Coach Defense to hop on. Another person we brought him before, and 
guys, like it's just, it's so bad. Like we, we almost can't even put into words how horrible this is in general. Right. And anyways, continue James. I apologize uh, for, you know, chat with you there. Continue your thought there. I know you're frustrated. Yeah. I mean, it's when you, when you start a game, you generally have a set plays. You have about 15, 20 plays that you want to go with defensively, offensively. Correct. And we are seeing basically terrible execution. We're seeing underperforming on every single level. We're seeing um, coaching decisions that are a little questionable. Like, once again, like, I'm a big fan of Staley. I'm a big fan of Staley. But you start kind of thinking a little bit like, man, this guy might be in over his head. And I'm and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be like a – I'm not trying by any means to be able to be like, hey, we're going to be a stream where we got to fire Staley or whatnot. But, hey – that drum is beating louder right now for that whole Sean Payton conversation right now. The yeah, more this sure. continues, that drum's going to keep coming. And he was yeah. at the Monday night game in a box, by the way, for the Bronco game. So you know he's there for a reason to look at this team and see what's on this team. So I I, I just cannot believe how this team performs. It's just embarrassing. It is an absolute yep. embarrassing game to watch. I mean, this is it's and then once again, it's just one game. I get it, but yep. the last three games have been very much kind of the same way we start. We start in a deficit, find our way to crawl back. We get lucky at some point. Guys, we should be steamrolling teams. We just we just got smoked by a team that ran 200 plus yards on us, and we have a much better defense, assuming assume we do and we only got under i think 30 yards total rushing on the worst rush defense team in the league actually 30th ranked defense in the league yeah yeah i mean stopping the run yeah it's terrible terrible like dude yeah terrible and i mean isaiah spiller got one uh carry that was his thing for negative five yards that was it negative five yards yeah dude I, I don't I don't know man Andy I want you to rank because I'm about to just take my laptop here and throw it against the roof or room or whatever just crush that thing. okay so all right one one bit of one bit of positivity I would say our special teams looks great guys uh we, we, we could punt the ball off looks great guys yeah I mean look um you know it, it's it's hard right like as fans you know look the bottom line, I would say this, um, we need to fire Lombardi, period, right? I, I've consistently said over and over again, I, I've done three or four videos on how bad he's been as a play caller. You know, we here's the thing. We have too much talent on this team to be this bad, okay? Yep. Too much talent. There, there's no point. So, and th- this is kind of why I'm highlighting Aether's conversation, trying to make a change to the buy. I think the change to the buy needs to be Lombardi. Right. And then secondarily, if, if, if the ship doesn't turn around, then Staley's on the on the chopping block at the end of the season, because. Look, you're in Los Angeles, man. This is where you get your head cut off real quick. Right. Yep. And, you know, say what you want to say about Brandon Staley as much as I like the guy. I love Brandon. Staley. I think he's a fantastic coach. I, I love the way he communicates. I think he's awesome. And he, and he's I think he'll be a fantastic coach. But look. You know, there comes a point where people need to start winning. And the amount of money that has been spent this year on this team, sorry, dude, it doesn't work out, right? 
And for us Charger, for, you know, San Diego fans, Padres wet the bed again today. So it's kind of a double whammy on all of us. So <laughs> yeah. James and I are a little bit more upset because we're both Padre <laughs> fans as well, too. So it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to jump off this bridge right outside my house real quick. So this is going to yeah. be the last video of the Chargers Bolt Bros here. So <laughs> <laughs> this is it. R.I.P., baby. We Run done. Deal. We done. See ya. Deuces. We done. See you, Gone. dude. In the stream. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, guys. So, so, okay. Uh, and I'm highlighting what you guys are saying, right? And look, fire Lombardi. <sighs> you know, it's hard, man. I mean, I feel like, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Do I respect the Seahawks to some degree? To some degree. I think, I think uh, Pete Carroll's a very good coach, but they made us look stupid, right? Yeah. And you could argue all day, well, um, is it the Chargers or is it the Seahawks? I'm 100% going to say it's the Chargers. I've been talking to my friend the, all through the game, and he, he's a Seahawks C- C- fan. And, like, bottom line, a game like that, we gave up. It's almost like we didn't even show up. We just didn't decide to play the game at this point, right? That's my point, right? And I don't mind a close game. I don't mind a close game because you know what? At the end of the day, we're losing a close game. It was competitive. We tried. But when you do not show up on both sides of the ball and you just wet the bed, I mean, literally like a baby wetting the bed, that's a problem. So anyways, we ranted. We ranted. So you ranted. I ranted. Do we want to become more positive now at this point? (laughs) I mean, what what do you think, guys? Should we become more positive at this point? Yeah. You know (laughs) – I'll give I'll give you one more situation that where the game was lost in my opinion. Um, it was in third quarter when the Seahawks had a 17 play, 77 yard drive for 10 minutes and 20 seconds. Yes, just destroyed us. Just chewed just, up clock. The the play that killed this game for us and destroyed our chances for this game was the third and 11 that got. Geno Smith passed to Tyler Lockett for 12 yards with Asante Samuel on the coverage. And then Geno Smith pumped his fist like, yeah, look at that. Look at what I did. I'm Tom Brady on the field because I play the Chargers. So, like, it was just like that's where the game was lost. And then it ended in a field goal. But regardless, being 10 minutes on the field for a defense is is like an eternity for them. Yeah. And that's not good football. And – yeah, it, it's it's weird because like this team has so much freaking talent to it, but they just so cannot perform highly like nope. they're they're missing something. They're missing that extra gear. So like the Chargers, like I'll, I'll give a, an idea for like the Padres, like the Padres and how they played. Now, this is once again, not a channel to talk about the Padres, but <laughs> hey, their their goal was let's beat the Dodgers. They beat the <laughs> Dodgers. There were so many videos of the players out yes, and in like yes. gas lamp and all these bars buying drinks, like swear like they won the World Series. And then yep. guess what they do? Game one against the Phillies, they get one hit on a one run game. And they just, their mind was like, we did what we needed to do and we wanted to beat the Dodgers when it hurt them the worst, but they had to go in front of another series and they just sucked. Like the Chargers to me, like they have all this talent in the world. And then yeah. they just don't perform like they it's like, yeah. once again, going back in the in the offseason. They talked about, hey, we're just a paper team. We're a paper team. OK, cool. Like paper team. Cool. You guys know you're talented. Cool. 
you're not showing it on the field at all. On this. Yeah, you're I mean, not. It's a very different conversation. Hundred percent, completely different. And yeah. once again, like we got to start thinking coaching more than anything on this point yep. because, I, I mean, I, I'm going to keep talking a little bit about that beat of that drum getting about Sean Payton. I mean, it's going to start getting louder. I mean, yeah, we're going to go into bye week. This is your reset week. You yep. better come out against the Falcons and destroy yep. them. You better. And the thing is, though, the Falcons aren't a team to walk on either. Like, nope, you not. can't go in there and just do it. Like, they actually had a pretty good game. And they were – dude, I think Marcus Mariota threw a couple bombs this game. And I was like, yo, that was – he's got an arm. Like, he really has some skill sets there. So, once again, this second half of the season ain't going to be easy for us. And especially the no. way we play here, this thing's going to unravel real quick. Real okay, quick. Okay, so – so maybe we should discuss this. What do we do with the bye guys, right? Um, I, I I want your thoughts on that. Bye week, what do we do to get the ship going the right direction? Because here's the thing, guys. Let's 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 sum up the season so far, right? And, and guys, a lot of our videos that we're going to be doing moving forward the next next couple of well, this week and the obviously the, well the rest of this week and then the bye week, uh, which is next week. Um, what are the Chargers going to do? My prediction is a fire Lombardi. I think that needs to happen. But here's my question. Who takes over? Shane Day, quarterback coach? Yep. I mean, he's kind of a Muppet to me, right? Like, he seems like an interesting guy, but I don't really know that he's really the right guy to take over, right? So I get a little stressed out about him taking over. That's kind of my prediction. Um, I mean, he's a quarterback coach. But look, the thing is, we've been winning ugly. We've been We've been winning very ugly. And... That eventually catches up to you. And no disrespect to the Seahawks, we gave them this game. Okay. Yeah. I, I truly do not believe there's a difference between being competitive and being not competitive. We were not competitive in this game at all. A Seahawks fan will say, Oh, we just smoked you guys. And I, there's some Seahawks fans in here. Great. Thank you. Subscribe, like us. And, and really, I appreciate you being on. I, you know, I know you just want to troll us, and that's fine. But my point is that. There's a there's a time when a team just does not show up. And that's what this was. Yep. We did not show up at all. Yep. At all. And and they're, 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 like to be to be fair, like we did not show up. Now um so my point is like look, even if it's a shootout, at least we score points. Well, we didn't even do that. We didn't even do that. You know, and yep. Herbert arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, and again, Seahawks fans say, wow, we got an amazing corners and we shut them down. No, no, we, we just didn't have a good game plan is really what I see. Because there comes a point where you have to look at what really is going wrong under the hood. And you're right. I think it's coaching. I think offensively, we just haven't done a good job of doing anything worth a damn. Yeah. So. Uh, again, what what do you guys think we should do with the buy? I, I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Again, the whole point of this channel that we want is to discuss what's going on. By the way, Wildcat, I love what you said here, by the way. Charge to put, well, Staley and Lombardi and I are. I think it's hilarious to me because <laughs> because truly, like, like, yeah. like Lombardi needs to go, you know, period. Yeah. And, and honestly, our defense hasn't looked great. You know, yeah. J.C. Jackson's out. I, I don't know, guys. I mean – Oh, it's it's bad. And this this is a good one too, Manny. I like this. Chargers. Oh no, wrong person. Um, 
Yeah, Chargers look hungover, 100%. They, they were out yeah. there having a freaking rager. We looked horrible. So, okay, yeah. I said my piece. I think we fire Lombardi at the bye. We, we, we install somebody else. We do something different offensively. What's your thoughts, James, what we do at the bye week to, to try and right the ship? And, guys, in the chat, what do we do at the bye week to figure things out? Yeah, so Steve Doyle just said it right now, and I was just about to say, and a couple other people talked about it too. He said, you know what? Slow receivers, you know, how many how many rush times did we, did ha, did we have? 40? Not going to get it done with slow receivers. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was actually H uh h4 h4 yep yep and then um steve doyle says trade for a speed wide receiver absolutely you know yeah. that jalen guyton um injury really changed this huge. whole team um, we don't really have a downfield threat at this point we're doing a lot of sticks stick routes and uh, just kind of flat out routes like we're not doing anything out we're just doing <laughs> basically just small little like turnarounds nothing big um it's very very vanilla and so we need a guy out there to push things around and, and really spread out the field a little bit further for us and that's where you know i did a video about elijah moore i mean they say they don't want to trade the guy but they didn't play him this weekend for a reason they, they, they want to no. make sure he's healthy they're gonna trade him trade so this is the time to do it mike will from what i'm hearing it was an ankle injury it's not a knee injury so yep. i mean we got a couple weeks for him to heal up Keenan Allen, he's pretty beat up. When we don't have them on the field, guess what? We're not a threat at, at any point at this point. So we have to go out there. Wildcat, that's what I'm saying. Elijah Moore would be killer. I hear, hear some calls about Brandon Cook, too, um, yep. from the Texans, which we had conversations about him. Yep, agreed. In, yep. Before the season. Um, but really, we need speed. We need speed. And it's... It's harsh to watch, but um, as in for the offensive coordinator, yeah, Lombardi has to go. This is the time you make a switch. This is the time when you implement a new mind in that position. Shane Day has to be that guy. Now, the thing about him, he came out of that Shanahan system out of the Niners side of things, so maybe he's going to implement some of the Shanahan uh, type of plays, um, which Shanahan does a good job. Um, I think he's not a bad he, he, pretty good. He's not a bad head coach, and he does a pretty good job of making good offenses. Very run heavy, um, but I think that's something that I think uh, we just we just have to make a shift somewhere. I mean, this is bad. This is <laughs> I I don't understand where we could go with these guys. Like it's it it's just so frustrating to watch a team that we had such a high hope to to where they just come out of here. Now, once again, positivity. We're four and three still. We're four and three. Yeah. I'll just We're give a positive four yep. and three. I think three of those losses are, I could say two of those losses, actually. Uh, we got smoked, by the way. Um, Jaguars and the Seahawks. We, I think it was somebody, uh, here, let me see if I can try to find that one comment here. It was, uh, basically, we got beat by, like, Jacoby Brissett, uh, Davis Mills, uh, Geno Smith, Trevor Lawrence, and they dropped 30 on us. So, Yep. Four quarterbacks that are not really like high level quarterbacks, but dropping 30 on us. And so yep. there's a lot of things that we got to start thinking about here because these are games that you should win. And these are games that we got smoked and something's yep. up. Preparation once again is not there. Something is not in line with this coaching staff. Something is not in line with even the players. So um, 
I, you know, it's it's very well, hard for me to be able to really talk a lot of positivity to this point. <laughs> I mean, Kenneth Walker ran almost 200 yards on us, dude. 214 yards against us. Right. Again, that's ridiculous. He's a rookie. He should not have 200-something yards, right? His long was that 74-yard run. We looked horrible on that. Like, across the board, we looked really bad. Now, again, and then you look at Geno Smith. Well, look, Geno Smith only threw 210 yards. He was 20 for 27 two TDs and interception bottom line. He's not that good, but this is where Pete Carroll's good. He understands that he doesn't have to do too much, right? Keep things simple. Keep things simple for what you have. And guys make no mistake about it. You guys probably didn't see this video of me uh, last season or before the season. I, I did, I did a whole video on the athletic um, where that uh, Geno Smith was literally rated the worst quarterback in the NFL, the worst yeah. quarterback in the NFL. And I thought, oh my God, they're gonna they're gonna actually gonna run Geno Smith. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, insane. But here's here's the situation: when you got a running back that's running like that, he runs for 200 yards on your offense or your defense. Pardon me. You don't yeah. need a great quarterback. You need somebody nope. to just manage the game, right? That's yep. Alex Smith. I can think of a number of quarterbacks that are just not that good. Yeah. But my argument is that we have such a good quarterback. That it should not be that way, period, right? No, and, and no. you know, Justin Herbert, almost 300 yards, two touchdowns, interception. He was 33 for 51. Dude, like, what is going on? And, you know, and you could argue, you can argue, though, that, you know, Pete Carroll is a much better coach than Brandon Staley. I don't know that that um, – This guy. I – yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna highlight this. No, bro, he sucks. Um, he's not that good, dude. He's he, look. He's on a team yeah. that's performing well. That's the difference. That's what you don't understand, Lewis. Is that he's on a team that's performing well. What we're saying is the Chargers, as a team, are not performing well. Yeah. Right? That's coaching, and that's the problem. Okay. And and again. You could argue all, and again, we've talked about this so many times on our podcast. Is that look at the end of the day, in basketball, you can get away with having a great one player, right? Yeah. We got Herbert, we got Eckler, we got Williams. Well, now Williams is hurt. Allen's out now, right? And yeah. we've had all these injuries. But my point is that you can't win with one or two good players in football. You have to have a whole team, yeah. and that's where Pete Carroll's very good, right? He's done a very good job of putting the the, the right situations around Geno Smith to be successful and look good, right? They, they kept the offense very simple. I mean, he, he didn't have any deep throws. He didn't have anything really difficult throw-wise all day. But at the end of the day, they made us look bad. Like, we just did not look good at all. We didn't execute as a team in any way, shape, or form. So, yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's insane because – you, we when you go and you got the comment there by Moto Records, um, Seahawks have an actual coach. That's why. And you start thinking, and that's where this whole once again, you start thinking about that Sean Payton thing. He's a, he's a tried and true coach, a coach yep. that has won a Super Bowl, coach that has gone into the playoffs, not the best of success in playoffs, and been uh, relatively unlucky in the playoffs. But he's won one still. And yep. he is known as like this offensive guru. He is known as this guy that can make things happen. Um, it, it's 
it's interesting because Pete Carroll's a stud and you could even go to the I've point and I know Richie yep. is on, on the chat who's a Broncos fan. And, you know, I, I chatted about this is that with actually another fan who's Broncos, I said, Hey, now you're going to find out if the Broncos current system right now is because of Russell Wilson, or is it the system that's in? We could clearly see that Geno Smith all of a sudden looks like the second coming of a young Russell Wilson. Yeah, right. The Seahawks. Right. Yeah. And so <laughs> it, it's like, that coach knows what to do and knows how to make a winning product on the field. And so this is the thing that you start thinking about, man, is Brandon Staley, like, mind you, I think Brandon Staley is an awesome guy. I think he's I, a I great agree. coach. Yep. I think he's a very solid. Cancer survivor, all the yeah, above. Absolute stud. But now you're starting to think, man, if you did have a guy that's been there and tried and true as a head coach, what would the difference be? What would Sean Payton want to be? Because I, I do predict that if Brandon Staley, and now we're very, very much overreaction. This is overreaction Sunday afternoon right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I need to check. Hold on. I need to check my freaking heart rate right now. I'm about to have a heart attack right now. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, no go for it. <laughs> but it, it, it is an overreaction Sunday afternoon. But yeah, it is something that you start realizing that you're like, man, this guy just might be in over his head. Like, he just yeah. might not. Yeah. be the guy and i i it's tough it's tough i to hate watch. saying that too i hate I saying hate, that i hate it i hate it because here's the thing he understands players yeah but it, okay so so let's let's take let's take a step back for a second folks let's take a step let's take a step back for a second we get jc jackson from from the patriots he was an absolute stud on the patriots side Right. Yep. So having a conversation with a buddy of mine this the other day about this, we play a lot of zone compared to man. So mm -hmm. it, 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 in New England, he was playing a lot of man. He's much better at man than he is in zone. How can you get a guy from the Patriots come over to us and just absolutely be horrible? Um, and, I mean, literally, he's almost one of the worst corners in the league this year. And we're paying him $82 million. But my, but my point is, you see what, what Bill Belichick did and what Brandon Staley did. Now, this has always been my argument about having a first-year head coach step in into an NFL team. And again, Rich Rich is here, by the way. Guys, smash that like button. Thank you, Rich, for making that comment as well, too. Yep. Um, first-year head coaches are difficult, but this is Brandon Staley's second year, right? Look at what's happening with the Broncos. Look at what's happening with the Raiders, right? These things take time to fix, the argument definitely is Sean Payton. But again, keep in mind, this would be Brandon Staley's team that Sean Payton would be taking over. Yep. Is he going to struggle with that? Are you willing to yeah. take a little bit of pain at this point? Because, again, it's not his team, right? He's yeah. when, when a first-year head coach comes in, they have to take over the team that was there before. And yep. it might not be their guy, right? And again, Brandon Staley runs a very different defense than Sean Payton would want to run. Again, it's it's a different conversation. So, yeah. you know, th there's a lot to think about. There's a lot to think about, and it's it's definitely hard to know what's going on. And I, you know, <laughs> I, I like how everyone keeps talking about Telesco. You know, I think Telesco has actually been fine. Um, I would say it's more coaching than Telesco. I mean, bottom line, these players. The job of the head coach is the one that has to actually make these players play correctly. I mean, 
I mean, J.C. Jackson's a great example. He clearly did not have a good conversation with J.C. Jackson to make him effective, and that's a coaching problem. So, yep. Well, um, the, the other side yeah. to that, too, though, So, and I was going to say within my point, and I was kind of going more on a rant than anything, but, you know, if, if Staley does end up getting axed, that also would probably mean Telesco would get axed. Now, does that also put in Sean Payton if he was to come in as the GM head coach? Would they give him that authority at that point? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, Ben Ben Grimm, uh, he said actually kind of a really, really good question. He says, Yeah, oh yeah, I, I can highlight it here. Go, Ben Grimm. Yeah, I like that one. Well, why the Chargers are always hiring first time. That yep. one right there. Um, so why are the Chargers always hiring first time coaches? McCoy, Lynn, Staley. Yeah, you know that's good. That's, that's good. So we we've chatted about that one for quite a bit. And a lot, and I a lot. Said, yeah. Yep. And and I said to him, and I was responded to Ben. I said, Hey man, it, to me, it boils down to the owners and the owners want to find a way to be able to make a cheap potential up and coming guy, be their guy. And they're going to give them this potential and this opportunity to be able to, you know, grow in the league and potentially they'll be the next bill Belichick. Maybe they will be that guy, you know, that doesn't work out so well sometimes. And, you know, with, with Brandon Staley, he's only been in the NFL for a few years, I think three years before he came into the end yeah. or three years ago, or excuse me, if I should say four years ago into the NFL and was it a D two schools before that, or was it D two or D three? I think it's D two schools, but either way, he doesn't have a lot of experience in the NFL. He has an experience of one year of really, really good uh, showing as a defensive coordinator for the Rams. And, you know, once again, he had Aaron Donald, one of the best and possibly one of the best defensive linemen of all time. And that can make offensive co or defensive coordinators look really, really good. And so yeah. basically what I'm saying here is that we hire people on the cheap to be a head coach. It's like we're have, we have a, we have like a, right now we have a Lamborghini with a Pinto based engine per se. We're just like, yeah. it's all pretty and shiny and looking great and everything, but we're missing this engine to really make this thing be what it's supposed to be. And so I'm not, once again, I'm not bashing very hard on Staley, but at the same side, you start thinking, why do we have three games in a row right now where we started out really slow in a deficits right from 100%. the get go? Found a way to win in two of those, got lucky in one of those with a missed field goal. You start thinking, man, hey, like our coach might not be that guy right now. He's he's he is struggling to make things happen. And we we got we got a once again a Lamborghini with a pinto based engine right now. And yeah, something's missing. Well, so so my other thought would be this too, um, you know, bottom line, when when Brandon Staley was at the Rams and they ran that, uh, um, and we ran that. Uh, oh man, we, we got we got a lot of heated. Here, I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let some of these uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let some of these uh, these threads come through here, guys. Wow. Yeah. We got, we got some intense conversations come through. Yeah, I love we'll, it. Uh, we'll, 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 Hey, you know, guys, Hey, look, Hey, part of the reason why, Hey, look. And, oh, and Hog, man. I, exactly I feel right. you, brother. I feel you, so, brother. So I'm going to say this, the beginning of the games this season, we have given up points. Like we gave up, we gave 10 points away right in the first quarter. And then our initial, um, drives that we had as our you know scripted plays horrible like we didn't do anything correct 
Yep. That is 100% coaching, right? So my point is we've definitely got to focus on being better at that. Now, I think we fire Lombardi at the, at the, at the bite. What do you guys think? Do we fire Lombardi, Lombardi at the bite? I, he's got to go. Like, he has to. Too many fans have said we need to let him go, and we go from there. Now, again, Hogwatch, great question here. Um, I, I'm going to throw this out there. Bottom line, Peyton would probably need to get paid, what, four $5 million minimum? Yep. Might be even more than that. That's the conversation that typically, typically the Chargers don't want to pay, right? But boy, does it really make a difference, right? I mean, you know, you have to ask yourself that question. I mean, I think bottom line, I think the answer is we need him. You know, we need somebody different. We need somebody to be here to to, to change things up. Um, I don't know. Yep. It's going to be really interesting to see what's going to happen. Um, I feel like, I feel like Peyton at least understands how to manage a game. I love Staley and the way he thinks, and he's yep. definitely a motivational type of guy. Again, we talk about Church of Staley, Fourth and Staley, all the above. But clearly there is something broken or wrong. And again, we're winning ugly, guys, right? That's the part that concerns me more than anything. And I, I want it again. What did I say last week? I want to see a convincing win. We didn't get a convincing win. This week, we completely wet the bed going into the bye. Now, there's arguments both ways where you can say, well, we were focusing on the bye. Was Allen not going to play? But, man, like across the board was just so bad. So, anyways, wow. So, I, I, just did, I just did a quick look of just looking at first quarter for us, for our team to score points. Okay. Throw, throw a number out there and think, what what have we done in the first quarter scoring points? What, just guess how many you've We've oh boy, scored. you're asking me or you're asking the chat? Actually, let's ask the chat. How many points have we done? Let's it's... go. So you, know? you said first quarter. How many points have we scored? Is yep. that As asking? a team, have we scored in the first quarter? The entire season so far this year. I would say 14 points. I know. I know we've gotten off to a slow start. Yep. Let's see. I want. Okay, to see what seven points. Does. Ten points. Oh, that's there's Kyle. Kyle just hopped in. <laughs> this is Kyle Fire Lombardi. <laughs> By the way, Kyle's at the game. I I promise you, he's probably pretty sauced at this point. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so how many how many points? We have scored sixteen points. Oh my god! In the first quarter, but wow. You know, on on the flip side of that though, we've only they have scored thirty three points on us in in the through seven games. Now, yeah. the thing about it is, is like when you look at the stats and based upon the stats, we average three points of every first quarter of every yeah. single game. That's that so bad. Is not good. And I mean, as the trajectory has been going for us, you know, the last three games, obviously Seahawks dropped 17 on us in the first quarter. Then the Broncos basically dropped 10 on us in the first quarter. And then the Browns basically dropped 14 on us. Like, we're progressively getting worse to start a game and to be able to get into our flow of our game plan. And yeah, that's yeah. not good. That is not yeah. good. That is yeah. basically putting us in a massive hole immediately from the get-go and takes us completely off our plan. Now, it just seems like we're very discombobulated at that point that we figure out, like, we don't know how to play football anymore for some yeah. reason. And yeah. we don't know how to adjust. I mean, now, once again... Two out of those three games, we figured out how to way to get back in. 
But just like what happened with this game, we just completely got thrown off our plan, and that yeah, was a wrap yeah. at that point. Yeah, and and you know, it's it's one of those situations <laughs> where. Um, oh, this is amazing! I love this. This guy's awesome. Diego chicken. Hey, this hey, hey, original surfer Bob. You got you got to keep saying in here, buddy. I, I love your comments, man. You've been cracking me up the entire time. You know, look. So, so on a positive note, I would say this, right? Hey, guys, special teams was amazing. Holy smokes, we kick ass on special teams. <laughs> we can kick a football so amazing. The, okay, I I say that a little bit in jest because I will say this: our special teams has lost us games time and time and again right but having said that this game uh you know look we are looking fantastic and i i do love that brandon Staley's making that a priority right it was even part of what he said hey look i don't even want spiller to start unless he can actually do well on special teams right and i truly believe that that's good that he has that attitude but oh my God, it's it's so bad the play calling on both sides of the ball, right? I feel like yeah. offensively and defensively, you know, and last week we were terrible. We we our play calling offensively was so bad. And don't get me wrong, don't <laughs> yeah. thank you, Rich. I appreciate this. I love your comments, man. Um, no, no, but 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 again, like I, I felt like we played very well defensively last week, but this week we just didn't. But Again, we, we, we put ourselves in such a bad conversation. Oh, man, there are so many convers- There's so many messages that guys are just being blocked by, um, yeah, by YouTube, tons of by the way. <laughs> it's so funny. Them. I want them to come through. I don't care. I want them to come through 100%, right? I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. But, look, bottom line, I will say this. Um, guys, the bye week is going to be very interesting. I'm, ex- I'm excited – I feel like I'm in a drama, right? I'm on I'm on Real Housewives of Los Angeles, right? Right now, guys, it's amazing. Oh no, she's a bitch. Fuck her. She sucks. She's a total yeah. asshole. Oh, did you hear what she did? Oh my god, she's she had sex with this yeah. dude or whatever, the pool guy yeah, or whatever. No and and that's what I feel like this is, right? This is a crazy amount of drama that is just gonna boil over in in the um in in the bye week. And look, my prediction: Lombardi's gone. Lombardi's gone. And they're going to figure something out. And I think if 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 they don't turn it around the second half of the season, then then Staley's gone, and we'll get Sean Payton because Sean Payton clearly wants to be our head coach. I promise you right now, Spanos probably had a conversation or will have a conversation during the bye uh, with Sean Payton. Yep. And I think those conversations are going to start getting hot and heavy. Right? It's going to be really interesting. Great and Francisco, you have no idea how bad today has been for me. I'm a huge Padres fan. I literally wanted to just die today. It just literally was killing me to see what happened and how bad. We beat the Dodgers, for God's sakes, and the Mets, and then we just wet the bed against the Phillies. It just frustrates me. So anyways, and then then the Chargers look horrible. So, okay. Guys, are there any positives? In the chat, could you please put some positives down? I, I I I need a positive sandwich. I need to end on something positive at this point. Um, because because it's really become such an interesting uh, <laughs> heartbreak situation for me. Oh yeah. man, it, it's tough. I mean, you know, I'll say this: it, the positivity is we're going into a bye week. You know, we yeah. don't have to go through yeah. another game where we're just like, dude, what are we doing here? Heckler. You know, and once again, this is a reset week, and that's that's really the biggest positivity yep. that I'm going to come out of this whole thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, Austin Eckler will definitely put some positivity out there. I think it was some com- comment that just said that. 
Yeah, yeah, Eckley, yeah. Rich, eight, Rich, eight, eight, four. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> I like Rich. Rich, you crack me up. Blue's a good color. Thanks, Rich. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good positivity. Yeah, Very I do cool. like these Navy jerseys. Awesome guys. Yeah. Oh my God, you're making me cry. You're making me cry. It just absolutely makes me laugh. Yeah. Yep. Eckler's but, positive. Uh, yeah. It's tough, man. I mean, that, that I'll just say the positivity is going into bye week. Let's reset ourselves. JC yeah. Jackson's probably out for the season, which blows. I mean, that that looked like it was a bigger issue going on, either with a knee or some sort of ankle situation or something 100%. there. Hundred percent. Um, that's not good. But hey, bye week. Here we are. You better come out in that second at for the second half of the season. <laughs> you better come out firing, man. You better come out firing. Okay, so let, let me ask you this question. All right, guys. So in the chat, I, I want I want to throw this out here, guys. Yep. What do we do the second half? Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out my thoughts. Okay. I'm 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 a I'm a nobody. I've played a little bit. Just from my personal perspective, I think we need to we need to do a lot of two running back sets. I think we need to spread the ball a little bit differently. Um, the one thing that's nice about two running back sets was is you you have more abilities to uh, move the ball around. I feel like way too often we continue moving the ball up the middle. I understand the conversation there because it's north and south, all the above. Having said that, you put two running backs on the field, it, it you, you're basically splitting the linebackers and you're causing more confusion. Plus, you have yeah. the tight end who normally is covered by a linebacker. It just adds some additional uh, matchup issues. I think we need to start going into that again. I a hundred percent believe we're going to fire Lombardi at, at the bye week yep. If that doesn't happen, I would be completely stunned. Done. Oh, yeah. Done. It's it, and so I feel like that's completely done and moving forward. You know, we need to start moving Herbert around a little more, right? He's been sitting in the pocket way too much. I think a little more rollout plays and I understand he's got an injury. Um, and, and oh man, I yeah, boy, there are so many there. By by the way, guys, I apologize, but there's a lot of your comments that are just completely being blocked by YouTube. It's kind of funny, so I'm trying to show them all here as well too. Um, but again, it, it it's a problem when you start thinking about where we sit. Right, guys, we have too much talent. I mean, even Sawyer is looking amazing. Pipkins is fine, right? You know, Zion Johnson is absolutely amazing. We are too good to be this bad, right? And so. Yeah, and and we should have we should have fired Lombardi a while ago, exactly age four. Uh, we should have let him go a while ago. I, I mean, I, I I think I did a video on this like week two. He was just horrible, and yeah. he should have been gone. He just should have been gone, right? He's just not good, and he's not you know, motivating uh, him. Either. You know, I, I believe uh, Motor Records basically give you a shout out. It says you seem more qualified than Staley. So uh, <laughs> hey, let's get the Bolt Bros on that staff. And we'll Hell. be rocking this joint, dude. Yeah, Hell yeah, bro. I'm really yeah, good at bro. fantasy football. I'm pretty solid at uh, Madden football, dude. We got this. We got this. Sign me up. Let's go. Once again, that's, first that's time coach, amazing. straight up, dude. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, look, guys. And, and here's the thing, too, guys. And remember something as well. In the NFL, when you're predictable, you're dead. And I've yeah. said this over and over again about Lombardi. He is so predictable. North Turner. Every offensive yeah. coordinator we've ever had was run, run, pass. Now we're at least not doing that. But the problem is the plays are the same over and over again. <laughs> I can I can read the playbook now. All right. <laughs> 
That was awesome. No, but, but see, that's my point, right? He's become so predictable. It's always a run up the middle. It's always A gap or B gap. And every team knows that. They just keep linebackers in the middle. It's never a problem. We're never getting to second level. And then occasionally we'll have a good couple of runs here and there, but that's it. And so that's the problem. And you're right, Ben. Check down, check down, check down. All day. Now, all day. But why why is that happening though? Why is that happening? One, either the wide receivers are not continuing the route, which are is happening quite a lot, guys. I will say this: they really are not running the routes 100 percent So they run and then they stop. But secondarily, secondarily, they're running the same plays over and over again. I I, I promise you. If you go back and look at the film, most of the plays are very much the same across the board. They're not being creative in the play calling scheme at all. Right. Where's the jet sweeps? These are all things that were discussed in preseason with Gerald Everett. There's no jet sweeps. We're not doing anything different. There's no motion. There's no there's no nothing. Right. We're not showing anything to get the ball down, you know, the field yeah. in any way, shape or form. And, Last week was a great example. And Rich, Rich, by the way, just, just, you know, Rich is, um, this is a great point. This is, this is a great point. The check down is always the outlet play. It's always like, well, I'm in trouble. I'm just going to dump it. And every defense will give you the check down all the above. They don't care. Yep. The check always. down is, does yep. not matter. It, it's like, whatever. Cool. We'll take the check down. We'll take the check down and deal with it on the other side. And that's the problem that we're not doing anything interesting to get the ball down the field in any way, shape, or form. We're just not driving. And that is 100% the offense. So, yep. yeah. I, I just saw uh, Carlos Charges said, breaking news, J.C. Jackson dislocated kneecap. Oh, God. Yikes. Yikes. You know, it, it was interesting. Man. So, I was thinking a lot about, I think it was <laughs> Kyle that did a small video on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, just talking about turf versus grass. And, like. Whatever yeah. it is, man, we are just getting injuries after injuries on turf right now. I mean, it's bad. I mean, yeah, it's a hundred percent chance you're going to get injured somewhere or another in the NFL as a starting player, as a player in general. But like going from practice fields that are basically just grass to basically turf playing at home, does that make a difference? It and it might. It might really make a big difference with this. So, um, man, it's just the hits keep on coming. What we got Slater out, we got Bosa out, we got J.C. Jackson out. Now, once again, we've been bashing J.C. Jackson, hoping for him to get better and everything like that. But, you know, it sucks to have these type of injuries. Once again, like it just starts making your talent pool go down further and further and further. And so 100 percent, 100 percent. It's just it's awful. It's awful to watch, man. It's awful. Yeah. It, it, and, and again, you know, and we all kind of saw this coming, though. Right, guys, because we were winning so ugly like and, you know, again, it's it's hard because we have such good talent across the board, and yet we just don't think correct. So my other thought would be this. Um, again, I did a video a little while ago. Go back and watch my video. I talked about OBJ. Everyone was like, you're stupid. Why are we going to get OBJ? Guys, we probably yeah. need OBJ now, right? I mean, yeah. and, and, and what did I say about OBJ coming over to the Chargers? The only reason why I would even want him at this point is, one, he lives in L.A., secondarily, if we had some major injuries with our wide receivers, and clearly we have injuries with our wide receivers. Dude. And where's Mike Williams at this point? Who knows, right? I mean, good God, we lose Mike Williams, and yeah. who knows if Allen's back? I mean, this is terrible, right? So, you know, 
bottom line, we need people to step up. But, you know, a guy like Bandy, who is definitely a fan favorite. I love Mike Bandy, by the way. I want him to do well. But again, he's not a Keenan Allen. He's not a Mike Williams, you know, and, you know, it is what it is, right? So, unbelievable. Hey, Bouts put a pretty great comment here in just comparison to our our coaching staff to the Giants coaching staff. I mean, they're 6-1 and with the same personnel as as last year, including Barkley. I mean, for the most part, just the draft class is what's the addition to that team and the head coach. You got basically what uh, what's yep. what's his dang name? Uh, oh my god, Brian Dable. Dable, Brian yeah, Dable. you got Dable as the head Dable. coach, who yep. did interview for the Chargers uh, a year ago. He um, did. Yep, six and one. I mean, you got Daniel Dimes throwing Daniel pennies, and 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 he ran the ball quite a bit too. I was like, watch, I was like, yeah, this guy's got some wheels all of a sudden. What happened here? I mean, you imagine if you had that guy as our head coach with a quarterback like Justin Herbert, what difference would it be? Now, once again, was it seriously, are we just having issues with Herbert's, um, you know, rib injuries? It's Did it get worse? Is it getting worse? Like, I don't know. But there is no downfield throws at all with this team. It's very much a, you know, just small little flat routes and little yep. little hook routes. Yep. That's all yeah, it is. And, yep. dude. Those aren't those aren't yak based type plays in my opinion. Like it's you have those are timing on the flat routes to be able to get them to go out. But the thing is though, there's no speed going downfield with this team. It's yeah. destroying us. If there's not a trade that happens in this in this bye week, we're basically settling for just mediocrity. Mediocrity going for the rest of this year. So I think it's something that we have to go after. Once again, I did a video on Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore fits yep. the bill. Elijah a lot Moore of people, yep. uh, I think it was Dick Trickle that said a comment on that. <laughs> and uh, he said, look, the thing great is, name, though, by the way, guys, Dick, fantastic Trickle. name. <laughs> if you're on here, Dick, great name. Um, <laughs> cool. He, he, he said something, he's like, he's like, you know, like he said, I don't watch the guy and I haven't watched the guy play. No, I get it. I get it. I'm not a Jets fan by any means. I'll watch highlights. I'll watch players. I'll see what they do, and I do know that he's a good route runner. He's got four three four speed based upon combine, mind you. You basically throw pads on somebody, he'll slow him down a little bit. But that is even if he's at a four four speed, he is faster than any wide receiver on our team. Period. Mike Williams' speed was 100%. only about a four six in the combine. He was a four six in the 100%. combine and got as a number one pick. Yep. So. Mind you, he will smoke anybody on this team. He will be a downfield guy. He could be just a slot guy, but at the same side, hey, a slot guy with speed, guess what? You're Tyree Kill, in my opinion. Like, you could be that guy that could get away from receivers or get away from defenders and find ways to make yards after catch. Well, and that's what we need. And and the Chargers have never really had that. We we consistently (laughs) just catch the ball and then just – fall on the ground right we're not we're not moving the ball down the field right and that's 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 horrible so guys guys the bye week is going to be fascinating okay yep i'm telling you right now when i say the real housewives of los angeles that's what we're going to see right what the hell is going to happen yeah brandon staley is going to go to the spanos family and say hey guys we are deep in a hole we need to go get some players that conversation is happening right now okay they're going to get aggressive. They're going to go find somebody to come in and fix the team. But again, you're going to have to ask yourself this question. How well are they going to do if we are not performing as a team correctly, right? And so that's the argument, guys. Like, we, 
We've had discussions all day. And, and again, a player's never going to throw their head coach under the bus. No, oh, never. Brandon Staley's fault. Brandon Staley's fault. It's it's Lombardi's fault. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But you have to look at the team objectively and say, we're not performing. We have too much yeah. talent to have it go the wrong way. So this bye week, I think we go sign a wide receiver. I also think we're going to get a lineman as well. I think we're going to get a lineman for some, some stability reasons. We've had enough injuries on the line in general. Yeah. We need somebody. Um, I think Daryl Williams is still available on the line uh, from the Bills like back in the days. I, I could see him coming in, being another yep. guy that could maybe come in for Pipkins. Um, secondarily, uh, I think we're going to get a wide receiver, man. I mean, in, in, in wherever Williams and Allen sit coming off the bye, man, it's going to be huge, guys, right? And, and, and yeah. again, I, I just – I always go back to where Lombardi is, and and the, the the again he was fired when he was with the Lions, correct? Is that what it was? And it was on the yep. bye week. It was halfway I, through the season, just just like oh, where we're basically at. Yep. Okay. So guys, Lombardi's going to get fired, and and yep. you know I feel bad because you you know he's a good dude, and and he's got to figure it out. And and just so you know, right, Lombardi was a big part of why you know Lombardi and Staley are friends. I'm very curious to see how this goes down with him this, yep. this bye week because you know they're friends, but Staley's got to make some tough decisions, and this is going to be a tough decision, right? I've been in management before. You've had to yep. let people go because of performance, and that's a hard conversation, especially when you're friends with people, right? So that's a big conversation right now. And again, um, the yeah, we have. I think we have. Th- this is this is a good conversation, guys, right? So we have five million left in cap. Um, one of the one of the guys that I've talked to, and I wanted to do a video on this. In fact, I'll probably do a video sometime Monday um, on this about Joey Bosa. I think Joey Bosa's contract should be restructured. He's been injured so yeah. much, and he gets paid a lot of money per year. I hate to say that, but Joey Bosa is injury prone. He's he's yeah. had a lot of years where he's he struggles. So I think he needs to have a restructured contract. Another guy, Keenan Allen, right? He's getting yeah. older. He's struggling. He hasn't been on the field all season. So I think those are two people that should definitely have a restart contract. And again, today, I really thought that Keenan Allen should not have played. Um, if you saw my video from a couple of days ago, I specifically talked that I think he should have come back for the bye. Yeah. Give him another two weeks. Hamstring injuries, they linger on way too much, guys. They they yeah. they linger on way too much. And so Bosa's got a you know groin injury. Horrible surgery, but those yep. guys need to be. And again, we still got to pay Herbert. We got to pay Herbert. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna get a fat ass contract. And so, oh my god, like, yeah, how do we pay all these people right at this point? This is starting to become an issue. So, so it's interesting. S. Fouts uh, Eleven basically brought up a, a question a little bit about um, Herbert's contract. Now, once again, next year is kind of his first year. We could look at an extension with him, um, but it's an interesting thing that he says. Yeah. Does Herbert consider not re-signing with the franchise for the negligence on roster building and coaching turnover year after year? So, you know what? I've always thought this with dang near any player that gets drafted by a team and then he just he's there for four or five years and he's thinking, man, I know I could go get this money somewhere else. Like, why would yeah. I want to sign a contract where I feel like a guy is just – and an organization doesn't really want to be able to put the right guys in the right place. like. Hundred percent. Yep. The the side with Herbert though is that he does 
have a lot of like love for the Chargers because obviously it goes back to the Dan Fouts era. He wasn't even born when that era was really happening, but him being an Oregon based quarterback and kind of being that local guy for them in Oregon. Um, you know, would he want to stay here and just stay loyal to this team? And and I always yeah. kind of think about that for players that get drafted because you you know you could go somewhere else and get paid somewhere else. You know a team like let's say Seahawks. I mean, if they don't like Geno Smith, would, wouldn't they like to have Justin Herbert in their team? What if the Rams would like to have Justin Herbert on their team? Oh, he would. They, what they, if yeah, any team would love to have Rams? Oh, yeah, the yeah, Bucks. Of course, they, the Bucks. Yeah. Like, you know, it's the thing is though, like. As a player, you do think – I would think things like that. Now, once again, I'm not an NFL player. I'm just some dude that loves the team, you know, but like – and I love football. But if I was a player, I would think that. You go back to when Eli Manning got drafted by us, and he was like, I don't want to play for the Chargers. I don't want to play for the Chargers. Okay, we drafted him anyways, and we ended up getting a draft capital. We ended up getting Phillip Rivers, Sean Merriman, Nate Keating, a bunch of other, like, players added to this team. I think Sean Phillips was a part of that trade too um based upon draft picks but you start thinking about things like that that you know why did eli manning say that it was because the ownership he didn't want to be with his team so you start kind of thinking about things like that as as a player like justin herbert um it's it's tough it's tough we are a 500 franchise as since we've been in the nfl we are a 500 franchise win loss record right now and right now we're under one game under 500 now after this loss. And Justin Herbert's yep. 14 and 15, I think, for his record now. So maybe it's even more than more games than that. But either way, it, it, it's tough. It's tough to watch. You know, and once again, Spanos doesn't deserve Herbert. He's too cheap. That's where I go back to that point that would he go after Sean Payton? Because, I mean, that's a four, five, six million dollar year based contract for a head Easy. coach. Easy. Easy. Who knows? So, yep. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, and that's really where we have to sit back and ask ourselves these questions. What, what needs to happen to turn this franchise around? You know, and it's funny, we're talking about this as if we're like one in six or something like that, guys, right? Like we're, we're four and three guys, right? I'm not ready to jump off a bridge at this point, but I'm damn sure getting close. Right. So this podcast may, may or may not be around here pretty soon, but (laughs) my point in saying this is, Guys, it's it, it's maddening when you have this much talent and, and then it doesn't perform, right? So, again, let's recap for just a second. I know a lot of people are jumping in. Lombardi, I firmly believe, is going to be fired in the, in the bye week, okay? Secondarily, it's interesting. Um, you know, Francisco made a really good pom- comment about Spanos. Um, you know, there was some real discussions, and I remember way, way up the chat here, they were talking about the Spanos family fire, you know, fighting amongst each other. There were some discussions about the Spanos is uh, selling the, the franchise to um, Amazon Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Right. And someone like a Bezos man, boy, he would just spend whatever it takes. He doesn't care. Right. The guy knows now, yep. now here, here's where that, where that conversation has become a little bit. Um, bloody because he now is potentially bidding to win the NFL rights right so with yeah. amazon so he probably could not own the chargers because of that conversation he owns if he's actually doing the obviously thursday night football but also you know what if what if they actually get he gets the nfl package 
he can't do that, right? He can't own an NFL team because he would show a lot of favoritism. So it, it's 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 a really interesting con- – guys, this is such a fascinating conversation to me, right? I, I sit back and ask myself this question. My God, how fascinating is this conversation though, right? Because yeah. – I mean, I don't like drama. I'm not a guy that likes drama, but oh my God, this is just turning into like a big drama series of like, yeah, we enjoy football, but holy shit, the drama behind all of this is just absolutely crazy to me, you know? I mean, you got all this talent across the board and you can't win ever. It's just frustrating, right? Oh, it's crazy to me. You know, and it's it's interesting because like we, we have, I mean, as Charger fans, let's go back on this. You know, we preseason were like, yo, top five offense. Yo, <laughs> top five defense. Our special I think I said we, we're going to have three losses. We already got three losses, this guy's guys. Yeah. We already have three losses. <laughs> I mean, we only got three losses, but two of those three have been real bad. And it, yeah, some big of those time. wins that big we time. had could have been real bad, too. Um, yep, yep. But it's just a lot of things that we're just seeing that we got so much hype. We got so much excitement about this team. And guess what? underperforming you know yeah and you know it's i i don't know why this this quote came to mind but it was it was talking about rome and i, I kind of put the chargers will exist as long as and it, it says rome will exist as long as the coliseum does when the coliseum falls so will rome and yeah. when rome falls so will the world of the chargers so i'm just saying like the chargers will exist in our in our hearts in our minds and our expectations and our love for this team until basically the, the ceiling has fallen in the Coliseum or the team, the Chargers have fallen in. We, we, as Chargers fans love this team. We hate seeing this team not be at the level that we expect them to be at. And 100%. we feel like the, the Coliseum is crumbling right now. And yeah. that is something that is really, really frustrating for me to watch. It's frustrating for my brother to watch. It's frustrating yep. that we're all these 133 people that are watching this stream right now. Yeah, and and, and, and and we we know you're here because you want to say things that you want to get things off your chest. We're all frustrated. We're all, we're, we're a fan base that's frustrated, and this is exactly correct, um, Tamori. I look the defense. You can't win if yep. your offense not score right. Hundred percent. Period. Right? Yep. And you could argue all day. Wheelers always win because they have a good defense and they score enough points on offense. Well, problem with that is. They were on the field forever. That one drive, they took up almost the entire third quarter and scored a touchdown, right? And it killed us. Like, it was an absolute backbreaker for us, right? And that was the problem. So our defense could not get a stop. You know, and you're right. You know, the defense has still been great. It's been good enough. But offensively, it's been horrible. Again, again, I've said this 100 times. Lombardi's got to go. No matter what, he has to go. It has to, it has to be done. Um. You know, and, and this is great, Robert. I love this. Um, <laughs> this is this this is good. Well, we're in a bit of like I mean, just have Marty yeah. Sean. I love Marty. Marty was yeah. fantastic. You know, he 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 was just absolutely incredible. It, again, we fired him Moda after this as well too. We fired him after the twelve and four season that we had, which was just absolutely ridiculous. Like, how, why would you let that guy go? I mean, he was absolutely Insane. amazing. And yeah, you know, and and it just goes to show you that. Look, good coaching is hard to find. And 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 look, here's what I don't want to see too, though. I'm I'm maybe maybe kind of wrap up some of my general thoughts about Brandon Staley because I love Brandon Staley as a person. Again, he's a first-time head coach. 
Do we want to continue to deal with his growing pains as a head coach at this point? Yeah. Because I promise you, he will be a very good head coach moving forward. He he really will. You know, think of Belichick did not do great when he was with the the Browns and some of these other organizations he was head coach with. When he went into the Patriots, he absolutely kicked ass, and he's been an amazing head coach ever since. Having said that, it took some time for him to get there. Now, do we want to continue waiting around for that moment? Yeah. We're here here to see some Ws, right? And we're here to nations. As much as I enjoy chatting with all of you, I want to win, right? Yeah. Just like I feel, I feel like uh, that movie um, with Jack Black. Oh my gosh, I want to win. <laughs> talking about uh, uh, oh, uh, Nacho Libre, Nacho Libre. Get that corn out of my face. Get that corn out of my face. <laughs> I want to win. <laughs> if I could throw yeah. that gif out the road with you guys, just so you know, I want to win. So again, um, again, that's a coaching issue, right? And I, I really, I really, um, I really firmly believe that we've got to do better, you know, and I think it boils down to coaching guys. I think it's, it's hundred yep. percent coaching. So. Uh, gooey, gooey, gooey schmoogie said, <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe I allowed myself to be emotionally invested in this team since 2004. Should we promote Shane day to OC, you know? And so yes. I'll tell you what gooey I've, I've invested myself in this team for as long as I've known football. Uh, I mean, even even up to the point where I was born in San Diego, um, yeah. you know, before the Super Bowl uh, that we went to um, in 94, um, we've been investing in this team. And it's basically been Spanos ownership the entire time since I've basically been a fan of this team. And so every year, it, it's it's just there's this frustration of this team always. And yep. Yep. We, we we as fans looked at this season thinking, man, we might have that mid-2000 defense that you know back in 2004, 2005, 2006, big 2007. Yep. Yep. Like, those were just solid, solid teams. Solid teams. Once again, that pain was under underperforming. I was a season ticket holder during that time. And I was at every playoff game. I was pretty much at every home game, preseason game. And disappointment pretty much was what the ending outcome was for it. And 100%, so 100%. It, it's, it's hard, man, but I've always reminded myself, there's only one team that wins the Super Bowl every single year. And, yeah. you know, at some point our team will be that one team that wins the Super Bowl. And I'm looking forward to that day. I will probably jump on this live stream and probably have tears running down my face. I'll oh, probably yeah. have my coffin ready to go over here. So, <laughs> so you, you could just put me to I bed. I die right now. I'm done. Let's go. End it right now. (laughs) You know, so, but that's the thing about this team. I mean, I love this team to death and I'm going to ride and die for them till, till the day I die or till they give me a heart attack while I'm watching one of the games. Um, That's pretty sure that's what's going to happen. So, um, but to go back to your question about uh, Shane Day, that's the obvious choice in my opinion. Um, I don't know how Shane Day is going to be as a, as an OC, but he came from the Shanahan offense and Shanahan system um, from San Francisco. He seems like the obvious guy. So. Yeah, I agree with that too. I, and I, I think it needs to happen. So from, from, from what I'm gathering from this, we're probably going to let Lombardi go at the bye. Uh, Shane Day yep. will most likely be the installed offensive coordinator. I like the idea of that. I think it needs to happen. Bottom line. Um, I like this comment as well too, James. And if there's other comments you want me to highlight, let me know. 
Yeah. Um, you, you know, th- this is a good point, right? Staley does not learn from his mistakes. You know, Staley is a a, a fairly stubborn head coach. Um, it's interesting to see all the criticisms because I one one of the things you'll you'll get from this chat specifically is you're going to get the positives and the negatives, right? We are never going to be here, you know, blowing smoke up your guys' ass and saying, "Hey, we're amazing and we should win every game." Look, we wet the bed. I, I truly believe today we did the, the Seahawks didn't beat us. We beat ourselves 110%, right? We made errors. We just did we just didn't play well. And you could talk about injuries and things like that, but bottom line, Sony Michelle needs to not be playing, right? Period, right? And I understand the conversation. And again, you watch my videos, guys. The coaching staff for the Chargers assume that we're going to get a spot in the playoffs, 100%. They're playing Sony Michelle because they don't want to hurt Austin Eckler or have some of these other players get hurt as we're progressing to the playoffs and potentially the Super Bowl. That's pretty in our mind, you know, because look, we still got to get there first. And bottom line, you're running Sony Michelle. The guy has not produced at all. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know why we're running him anymore, right? It put put the rookie in there, put Spiller out there. Spiller had what one carry, maybe two. And you know, yep. it's just horrible, right? It's one of those situations where you're just like, oh my God. And 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 you know, it it just it doesn't make sense to me that that's where we're at. And by the way, um, this is me as well. I was I became a Charger fan when I was, I think. 10 years old. My grandpa took me to a game. We, by the way, came back Jack Murphy stadium at the time. Yep. Chargers Seahawks. We came back and won in the fourth quarter. And now today is the day where we got our ass kicked by the Seahawks. Right. So, you know, it is what it is, right. It's one of those situations where, you know, look, we got to be better, right. We got to be better. Um, So I hope to God, and I, I swear to God, my grandpa, was a diehard Charger fan. He dentist in San Diego, literally had fifty yard line tickets his entire life. And you, you know, Grandpa, rest his yep. soul. He's rolling over in his grave right now. Especially when we lose the Raiders, man. I tell you what. Oh Ooh, my god. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's harsh, man. Yeah, and I just ch- chatted, or I just basically responded back to this one. Is it Tamri Davis? I think is how you pronounce it. Tamri. Tamri. Yeah, Tamri. Been a fan since I could understand football, ride or die. I want a Super Bowl. Like, bro, come on. One. This is annoying. They just don't care about true fans. We suffer both up, but go. Good, good damn. It says, it says good damn. <laughs> good damn. Good damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, I'm looking forward to that day. And it's going to come. You know, I, I remember back when we had LT, and I'm like, man, it'd be an absolute shame for LT not to win a Super Bowl. And, yeah, you know, LT even talks about this day is that Philip Rivers was the man. And, you know, I, I enjoyed the Philip Rivers days. But LT basically talked about, man, when they made that shift from Breeze to, to, uh, to Rivers, he said, we would have won a Super Bowl if we had Breeze going into that yep. um, playoff yep. series because he would have yep. been an experienced quarterback going into that playoff series the year after they left. Um, or let Breeze walk. So they would have felt good about one of those um, one of those playoffs to be able to have Breeze win one. So uh, should have, could have, would have, but didn't. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, and, and again, I know how this goes too. So, you know, one of the other teams I'm actually, I do like the Niners a little bit, right? I guess they're yeah. kind of my second favorite team. 
because we grew up yeah. in that area. But, you know, again, I, I'm a Charger fan through and through. I don't have any Niners yep. gear. That's my stuff. I think, I think, um, guys, this is a gut check time. Now, let's think about the bye week. All right, let's, let's stop talking about the negatives at this point. Let's move on to positives. Think about this for a second. We got the bye. We're going to get healthy. I think we fire Lombardi. Uh, we come back and we're playing the Falcons. Okay. A very beatable team. A very yeah. beatable team. So my thought is if we can write the ship over the bye, I think that'd be a good thing. I think this is really where Brandon Staley, look, this is where coaching needs to step up and actually start kicking some real ass, right? And actually start showing that they can control the locker room. Because I promise you guys this week, this week, there's going to be a lot of conversations. <laughs> and Richie, crack me up, buddy. I, I, I love what you say, dude. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. I appreciate it. Yes, we, guys, make no mistake. We, we have the best uniforms in the business. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> but, but, but again, we have to show up after the bye week, right? Yep. There's no excuses at this point, right? We have too much talent. And, and guys, I, I watch so many videos on the Chargers and, and see every announcer and every, you know, sports person talk about Rich Eyes and all the above. They're, they're always confused. Why are the Chargers so bad? And, and, I, and I, I'm convinced now it's become down to coaching. It's been a coaching issue across the board. What happens now after the bye is going to be huge. If I think they fire Lombardi, they make that change. If we come back and we are still losing, then Staley's gone probably midway through this, the latter half of the season if we start losing pretty badly. And then who knows? We'll see what happens. Sean Payton probably will come in, but Spanos is going to have to pay him six, seven million a year for sure. So yeah. it's going to be really interesting yeah. to see what happens. And, well, and, and you're you right, know. Francisco, you're a great point, right? So, if you recall, if you watched my old-ass videos, the guy that I wanted the Chargers to pick up, Tyler Algier. I told you guys yeah. he would be an absolutely amazing running back in the NFL. He's been amazing. He's an absolute beast on the field. I talked yeah. about him. God, how many times did I talk about him getting scooped up? I thought he would go in the second round, and he went way he went way lower than I expected. We could have gotten him. So, yeah. could have, would have, should have. And the, and the one other positive going into this bye week is is just for this team to get healthy. Um, yes. Yep. So if Justin Herbert's rib injury is really bothering him that much that he can't throw the ball downfield, you hope, okay, we got a couple weeks for him to kind of get healthy, at least one solid week, possibly not really doing much, you know, practicing of some sort, just standard working out or whatnot. That's a positive. Um, I know it's a little bit Soon to talk about, but Joey Bosa will be about two weeks more healthier by the time the next game comes around. So he'll be sure. about a month and two weeks out from his injury and his surgery. So we start kind of thinking about those kind of things that health could be the big concern or excuse me, big positive for this team going into after this bye week. You start thinking some of these bumps and bruises that we do have too. I mean, if you even looked at like our injury report before this game, you're like, holy smokes, who's healthy on this team right now? Like, when did these all happen? J.C. Jackson's gone probably for the season or for a very long amount of time this year, which is frustrating to see an $82.5 million guy. Now, being out, um, that sucks to see. Um, but health, to me, is the big positive coming out of this. Once again, yeah. if Joe Lombardi does get fired, I see that as a very big positive for us. Now, once again, I'll let you guys know, 
it seems like a lot of the moves that we've talked about on this podcast end up happening. So I know Telesco, <laughs> I know Brandon Staley's watching our podcast. Maybe the oh, Spanos. You know he's watching this. What are the Bolt Bros going to say, guys? What are the Bolt so, Bros going to say? Yeah, <laughs> throw some comments out there, guys, and let them know what you want to get done, you know, in the bye week. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's great no but, but 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 your point though james like look you're right but great. we're winning ugly right we're winning ugly and if you think about the second half of our season it is so much harder and everything that i've read about the strategy moving forward is keep everyone healthy for the second half of the season keep everyone healthy for the second half of the season well we're doing that but we're still getting injured and we're still looking bad and we're still not looking good when we're winning right so yep. We can't play the way we're playing against the Chiefs and expect to win, right? We can't play the way we're playing against the Bills and expect to win. We can't play the way we're yeah. playing as anybody, quite frankly. And again, you know, it's very interesting to see what's going to happen here. So yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm interested to see what happens at this point. So let's let's see. Rich's questions here is pretty good here. So let's see. He just threw it out here. So James, wanted, why don't you I take this to question? Throw out one thing real quick, because day one, Dad said something about Andy Isabella being available, and I was yep. a pretty big fan of his when he came out of um, you know into the draft and everything, and the Cardinals ended up drafting him and not really using him at all. The thing that's crazy, and once again, if I'm going to look at 40 yard dashes of the combine of you wearing a shirt and some shorts running a straight line, you know he did do a 4.27, um, 40. That's fast for a wide receiver. Way quick. Um, it's way quick. Massive. Now, the thing about Andy Isabella, for some reason or another, he did not work out with the Cardinals. I don't know if it's, you know, route running is his issue or he just kind of didn't have a good system fit or anything like that. But, I mean, once again, he's a small guy too, 5'9 guy out there. But, once again, speed kills. And if you could get this guy to be able to work well in our system, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind just throwing him out there if he's on a practice squad or something like that. Give him a shot and see what he does in the system. We do need speed, hundred percent. So I expect something like that to happen this bye week. Have to have to find something to get speed on this team. So that's all I want. Agreed, to say. agreed. And uh, Rich, this is a this is a great point here. Um, so serious question: If the goal is to target Peyton, yep. you'd likely also want to not pay Herbert in the offseason. And then see how he does. I agree with that 100, percent right? Yeah. Because, because, because you, you have to ask yourself this question. Okay, he's got another year on his contract. Why not trade the fat for picks and go all in in 2023? You're right. I think if we start losing pretty bad, then that might not be a bad option, right? We start trading off maybe a Joey Bosa, maybe a Keenan Allen, get some nice picks, um, and then and then go from there, right? Because look, Bosa's great. I love Bosa to death. I love him to death. But his injuries are stacking up. Allen's injuries. Yeah. Injuries matter in football, guys. They just do. And when you're paying a guy as much money as you're paying them, um, it becomes a problem, right? So, and that's a good point, right? We can probably get quite a bit for Bosa. We probably can get a bit for Allen, right? Start chewing the fat, you know, just cutting people off and then getting some more picks, reloading, um, and then go all in with Peyton. You know, I think that makes a lot of sense. Again, my argument has always been this, though. Is Peyton really the answer? you got to wonder, right? I mean, yes, he did great with the team he had for a very long time, guys. Let's let's make no mistake about it. He had the team for a long time. Yeah. They had some bad years. Is he is he going to show up and then all of a sudden we're going to start winning every game? 
there's arguments both ways on that, right? And so yeah. there, there's a lot to be said about that for sure. What, what are your thoughts you on know, this question here? Um, yeah, so it, it makes sense. It makes sense because, I mean, you, you do want to see if Herbert actually could get to that next level. And, and, and I think Herbert has the skill set to go to that next level. I think he has 100%. the ability to be a highly elite-based quarterback. I do think that sometimes – paying for a quarterback that's a franchise-based quarterback when they're injured and they're down, but you know the skill set's there, his work ethic is there. He's a guy that's very tuned into football, which all he talks about on his break, and I'm guaranteeing this week, and they say, what are you going to do for the bye week? And he's like, I'm going to probably just look at video and watch video, watch as much video as I possibly can, and watch every single game, minute to by minute, pass by pass, play by play. He's He's bought into football. So there's no doubt about that ability. Now he, he's gutting himself or he's gutting, he's gutting to, well, excuse me. And let me, let me rephrase that. He's basically trying to do his best right now to be able to try to win games right now with an injury. He's doing his best to go out there and put his body on the line to be able to try to win games for this team. And he's injured. And it seems like that's definitely his fault right now that he's having. He seems like he can't throw the ball downfield. Seems a little leery about running the ball too. Um, what I'm basically saying is that I think we kind of know this guy's a little elite quarterback and I, I don't have a doubt about that at all. Now, Sean Payton's salary is different than teams based cap salary. That's a completely different set of, of expenses for a football team in an NFL franchise. I think the chargers can't afford it if they want it. Um, it's just up to them if they do want to go after it too. So, I mean, I think only paying, uh staley what a million dollars i think a year or something like that yeah um yeah i mean that's not very big that's not a lot of money in my opinion um so basically what i'm saying is that i think they're going to go after if 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 this season ended right now yeah we'd be talking about sean payton i'll throw something else out there too because i think this would be a, a wild choice as a head coach and now once again I'm speaking from fans that I've chat with that are the Steeler based fans, but they talk a lot about getting rid of Mike Tomlin too. And Tomlin's a stud. I mean, he's never Dude, had a losing amazing. season as a head coach. I mean, amazing, amazing, amazing coach. If Mike Tomlin's out there, I'll take him. I would love to have Mike Tomlin on this team. I think he would be phenomenal as a coach. The guy has won games and he beat us with duck. What's that guy's name, dude? That quarterback, Duck, something or other, whatever his name was. That guy came in and played and just freaking destroyed us. That was like two years ago or three years ago. Two years ago? Maybe two or three years ago. But either way, man, that guy knows how to coach a team. And we'll see how it goes tonight for him, by the way. So So it's interesting. Yeah, um, a buddy of mine brought this up. This is why I wanted to highlight it. Yeah, would would he come back as an OC? Absolutely not. There's no chance that he would do that, largely because he can get a head coaching job anywhere. He's like the head coach every team wants right now. And I will say this, um, Raiders want him. I mean, every team wants him as a head coach. Duck Hodges. There you go. Duck Hodges. That's right. Duck Hodges. Yep. Yep. So so anyways, he wouldn't show up. And again, he runs the same offense, right? It's it's the we're running the Saints offense at this point. So anyways, he he wouldn't come as just an OC for sure. Anyways, it would be awkward in, in the <laughs> in the in the coaching room in general. Anyways, at that point, yeah. right? So, um, this is an interesting point that uh, Rich makes here too, as well. Um, 
It was not Peyton. Yeah, it was a GM. Exactly correct. He put him in, in, in cap hell for years. That's a big conversation too, guys, right? And you start thinking about, again, we're having discussions around Bosa and, and Allen and all these guys getting paid a lot of money. Look at look at the um, um, Green Bay Packers, right? They're paying um, Aaron Rodgers an ungodly amount of money. They can't afford anybody around him, right? Yeah. And that's the one thing I have always respected about with Tom Brady, or I should say Tom Shady, is that he's very good at understanding that if he doesn't have money – you know, he's giving up some money so he can hire some people to keep him off the ground, right? Didn't get smacked around like an idiot, right? And, you know, he can have a longer, you know, career. Now that he's most likely getting divorced, right? It, you know, it's smart that he's <laughs> taking a smaller salary so he can have team, you know, players around him, right? So it's really interesting. So I think there's a lot to be said about that, right? Well, um, what's crazy about them with the Saints and their cap hill that they were in in this last offseason, I think they were negative $78 million. And then for some reason, yep. Yeah, and they basically renegotiated a crazy amount of contracts to where they ended up getting like twenty-three or twenty-five million dollars to spend on players. It, it might have even been a little bit higher than that. I'm like, how do you have a turnaround like that? Like that's incredible to see something like that. But yeah, that is an interesting thing. But it, it is an interesting idea that if Sean Payton did come over here, would he want to be the GM too and also the head coach? So he would. I mean, yeah, obviously, you think about Telesco. He's been here for. 10 years, I think. 10 years. Now. Yep. Yep. Something like that. So, 100%. You know, what's not to think that he might want to just have full control of this team? Would that be a good thing or bad thing? Who knows? Well, and, 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 and I, and I would also argue, though, that Brandon Staley has really been the GM for the most part, anyways, too. Um, you know, he's, he's, he picked Mac to come here. He picked Callahan to come here. And some were, some were hits, some were misses. But, you know, again, I'll just come back to this. It's very tough to have a first-year head coach, even a second-year head coach, be very successful, right? I mean, make no mistake about it. um, You know, they are – it takes time uh, to get your team on the field, right? And I think this is hilarious. By the way, this is is hilarious. (laughs) I I chew gum. I play softball competitively, and I always chew bubble gum as I'm playing. I'm, like, blowing bubbles (laughs) as I'm about to hit the ball. So it cracks me up to see this. And I always thought it was hilarious. I'm like, man – I wouldn't want to be the guy on the other side of his head. He's over there just chewing a gum like a horse. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Just, like, chewing his gum. And, and, and motive. <laughs> this is a really good point, too. I will say this. Um, oh, God. You know, sorry, guys. These 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 messages are coming in pretty quick. So um, I'm, I'm hitting the wrong buttons. Okay, yeah. So Jay Jackson really is more of a man guy, man coverage guy. He does not do well in zone, 100%. He's, he's not – he doesn't have a down. Now, well, he's out, probably gone for – Hopefully not this season, but gosh, probably this season. We'll see how that plays out too. So, um, you know, really interesting. Um, I don't really know that. Um, I, I and I, I think this is a good good way of looking at it. Better coaches won uh, today. I sometimes ask myself this question: Right, was it coaching a hundred percent, or was it just just not playing 100% to their ability. Yeah. Now, that's coaching, though. That's the argument, right? That's 100% coaching. Yeah. So, again, the, the question is, and maybe we should ask the chat this, do you think that the Chargers head coaching staff or the coaching staff has lost the locker room? I saw a lot of arguments about that over, I think, about two weeks ago. Uh, we had a couple of ugly losses, especially against Jacksonville. Have our coaching staff lost the lost the locker room? 
I mean, because that'll be really interesting to see if that's if that's really the question. Because you got to wonder, right? I mean, Denver, the Raiders, obviously, these are all interesting uh, discussions. What do you guys think? Have they lost the locker room? Is is kind of my question. So, yep. I don't know. What, what do you think, James? Have they? Man, you know, I mean, the more you start having games like this, the more the question, more the players Comes are going to start talking the more 100%. that they're going to start chirping even more on these yep. coaches. Yep. So, yeah, and it's a conversation, you know. right? And that's that's kind of why I'm highlighting this this thought here too. Yep. Keep your thoughts, yep. Sir James. So, I definitely think at that point, yeah, I mean, there's a bye week now. There's guys that are going to find out if they want to stay around and hang out. I think Justin Herbert said he's still staying in after the bye week. Um so he'll still be hanging around, but you know, some of these players are going to start talking, man. They're going to start chatting a little bit because yep. you start thinking, man, this, these aren't games that we should be losing. And, you know, and, and and day one, dad basically saying, hey, are we talking about a rebuild here? I don't think it's a rebuild. I think it's a retooling of of the uh, head coaching and the coaching staff. Exactly. I think this is just like what Andrew has been saying and what I've been saying and what probably every fan's saying. You know, the retooling right now has to be the offensive coordinator at the moment, yep. at the minimum. The defense yep. has done fine when they are on the field in certain circumstances yep. and finding ways to stop drives. It's just that offense is not finding a way to be able to. Predictable. Predictable. Yeah, very support. predictable. Like predictable. I said, it's like a lot of flat routes and a lot of little hook routes. That's all it is. Like there's nothing amazing about that. Any defense, even a defense like the Seahawks is ranked one of the worst in the leagues. They, they would love to have you throw all those hook and flat routes all day on them. All yep. day. All 100%. day. And guess what? It worked out. They did a great job to stop us, and they won the game pretty easily on us. And, and then when we talk about the, our head choices for new OC, it's, it'll be Shane Day. It'll have him. He's, he's the guy. Yep. Yeah. QB coach. Um, I, don't, I don't see anybody else being the guy. Um, I, yep. just, I just – and look, guys, it's not that – look. Being being an offensive head coach now in the NFL is probably not that difficult, right? At this point, what you're pretty much dealing with is you're going to literally have your analytics team tell you what's going to work, and you just yeah. play what plays, right? But the argument that we've consistently made during the season on our offense is that we become extremely predictable. Everyone knows what we're going to do. You know, everyone knows. All right, um, you know, you you got you got your. Anyways, every every single formation we do. We know it's a run. We know it's a pass. And if we know as fans just watching the game on TV, I promise you the defense knows, okay, this is a run play. All right, yeah. this is a pass play. This are, and, 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 and that's the problem. He's become too predictable in his play calling. Yeah. So you need to switch it up, right? You can't yeah. run, run, pass, run, run, pass. And way too many times um, Lombardi was that way even at the very first few games of the season, right? We were yeah. scoring horribly in the second half. No consistency, no creativity, nothing different, nothing to shake the defense in any way, shape, or form, or dictate what they're going to do. The argument is that they know exactly what we're going to do every time we do it, and that's the problem, right? You cannot do that. So we're not talking about a complete rebuild. We're talking about changing our offense um, scheme a a little bit, Yeah, and that's it. Yep. And the thing about it is with Shane Day, and I've been saying this multiple times in the stream, is that – he comes from that Shanahan offense with the Niners, which if you go and say as a comparison, you could say, um, you know, um, Mike McDaniel over at uh, the Dolphins. 
Um, Mike McDaniel's done some pretty big things for the Dolphins so far. I uh, mind you, Tua got his his uh, clock cleaned and he he got uh, a pretty serious concussion out of that deal. But yep. you know that's that's one of those guys that came from that system and has done really really well um, as an off or as a head coach somewhere else or even as an offensive coordinator. Um, isn't uh, also Packers? Did Packers uh, head coach come from that same system? Or, am I, or is that the Rams? No, that was the Rams. He came from Matt Rams, LaFleur, yeah. came from the Rams. LaFleur. Um, yep. But what I'm saying is that McDaniel is doing pretty well over at so far with the Dolphins. He's got basically a quarterback that came from the 2020 uh, draft, too, and he made two a ball out. Um, what, he had six touchdowns at one game or whatnot? 100%. He did really well. So I'm just saying Shane Day could be that guy that could really help us out a little bit, too. So I think that um, – this ha- Monday, yeah. we have to hear something about this. We have to. Well, and again, and again, it's not just again. Let's 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 make no mistake about this, guys. It's um, it's uh, it's not just, it's not just installing a new offense, right? That's not worth saying. No, no. installing some new thinking on our offense, yep. right, and being less predictable. That's the difference, right? Um. I think we've been fine on defense. I mean, yes, the defense has been on the field way too long. And, and if you're on the field way too long, you're going to give up plays, right? That's exactly what's going to happen, unfortunately. But our, our, our quarterback, you know, we're not making him have the ability to win games. That's the problem. Yep. And, you know, it's one of those situations where, yes, we need, we need to think a little bit differently at this point. I know we're kind of beating things yep. up. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, look, Sebastian is looking good. Man, we, we've had moments – us in in bad situations right so i just truly believe that that's what we need to do so um i know this is getting fairly long-winded you know um i know oh, wow we're over an hour and a half at this point wow yeah. so we've been, we've been ranting for an hour and a half <laughs> i know I mean, we've been ranting my, my blood pressure I'm, I'm literally my head's about to pop but guys you're going to see a lot of videos from us so guys before we wrap up, please hit that like button and subscribe at the end of the day. I know we got, we, we've had like almost 200 people in this chat at one point. We got only got 33 likes. Please hit that, that thumbs up button. It does help us out a lot. Again, we're trying to do this. We're fans, right? We're, we're yep. just, we're real, real brothers. Continue speaking to Charger fans. So please hit that like and subscribe. I'm going to give my thoughts and James, uh, you can have the last thoughts and then we'll wrap up. My my true belief is this: is that we are um, we're 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 at a pivotal moment, okay, as a team, right? We're four and three, which is not bad, okay, um, but we're winning ugly and we're losing very ugly, right? So the argument is we've got to get better across the board. Right now, the biggest problem is offense. We're just not. We're just way too predictable. I think defense is fine. We'll get healthier on defense. Having said that, um, I do think we need to install a new offensive coordinator. Fresh eyes, fresh blood, somebody different, figure things out, yeah. and just make, just switch things up. That's 90% of what I think we need to do, switch things up. And again, if you bring in a new way of thinking about things, it's going to change everybody's thoughts about the locker room in general. And guys, I hate to say it, but – I know, I know people are very frustrated with Brandon Staley. If you bring it, if you, let's say you elevate Shane Day, could save Brandon Staley's job moving forward. I think it's probably the smartest move for Brandon Staley if he wants Great. to continue being head coach. 
Because yeah. if he continues to keep Lombardi on, he's definitely going to get fired as well at the end of the season if we yeah. start really struggling second half. So, anyways, that's my thoughts. And, guys, you're going to see a lot of content from us this week, right? We're fired up. You're going to see some videos. We're going to throw a lot of thoughts out there um, at you guys, you guys to engage with us for sure. Yep. Yeah, my final thoughts. So I'm going to kind of jump on uh, James Yopat's uh, comment there where he says, hey, we're going to fire every yep. head coach every time we lose now. Come on, man. Look. I know. Agreed. It, Agreed. Yeah, tough. The, it's tough. It's, it's not – we're not going to fire every head coach after one loss. I mean, that, if that's the way everybody's NFL at that point, not for long, week to week, your job's on the line every single week. I don't expect that, and I don't think that, and I don't think that's the right way to do it, and that's not a good way to be able to run an organization, a multi-billion-dollar-based organization. What we're saying is, going back to Anthony Rojas's comment, he says, ranting because we're all pissed. Like, yep. this team is not yep. being the team we hoped they were going to be, 100%. and we're tired of that. Like, we want yep. our team to be able to be playing it the way they want to play. When you start thinking that, you start, that's when knives start getting out and start, you know, stabbing people and making people 100%. say, This is the, the, the reason for the watch. For the watch. For the watch. For the watch. And so we are at that point as a fan base that we just, dude, we had one of the best off seasons we've ever had as an organization. Ever. Never ever. seen anything like ever. that. Yep. And we think, holy smokes, this team is going to be phenomenal brandon staley's got her, his guys he's got the right people now we go into here we're four and three cool we're at least at a 500 record over a 500 record awesome once again this is going to lead right to a, a nine and eight team again that probably won't put us in the playoffs uh, at this no. point that will probably not put us in the playoffs like we need to be able to find a way to be able to put some sort of energy into this team there was a screenshot that i took from a chat that was probably one of the best ways to put this team in the state of this team right now. Uh, this was from the Los Angeles Chargers fans Facebook page. It says, this team has no spark. Lombardi is killing this team. No rhythm. Can't get anything going. Staley looks out coached so many times. He hardly ever has these guys prepared. They don't have the energy to win for this coaching staff. They battle, but they look so unprepared half the time. My faith in this coaching staff is pretty much gone. So, I think that's the right way to Wait, look at it. This was just a, a random post on Los Angeles Chargers fans. It was Charlie oh. Bones Hennifer or something like that. It was like a random <laughs> Facebook post. Charlie um, Bones. <laughs> but the thing is, though, that's saying that's it says Charlie Bones. I mean, that's kind of weird. All right. Uh, <laughs> good job, Charlie Bones. Appreciate yeah, it. Good job, Bones. Um, but. That's really it. This team doesn't have a spark. It's missing something here. And is it the coaching? Yep. Is it the players that aren't bought in the system, which has been something talked about? Like, yep. are we not prepared? Yeah. I'll really truly say we're not prepared as a team. I mean, we've gotten beat badly by two teams. Somebody in this comment said, you think this is a beat down from this Seahawks game? Yeah. We didn't have a chance Our the prepared. entire game. We never yeah. held, it, held the lead once. We got yep. smoked. I mean, and, 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 and we gave them points across the board. We just gave yeah. them points. Terrible. This is this is a straight beatdown. That's what this yep. is. And this team is looking lost. And there needs to be a spark somewhere. Somebody needs to put a fire under somebody's butt, change some mindsets, and we need to be able to see a different team the second half. Because once again, guys, 
this ride's only going to get tougher for the second half after the bye week. Second half is it, rough. Very yep. rough. So yep. that's where Look my head's at. Yeah. It's not easy. Say, it's not going to be easy. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, look at the I second half. It. I mean, and I, yeah, I, I did. I did a whole video on this. We play the Falcons, which yeah. we better we better smoke them. Then we play the Niners. They're tough. Then we play the Chiefs at home. They're tough. Then we're gonna you and I we're gonna be at the Cardinals game in Arizona. Cardinals look pretty good on Thursday night. Yeah, they're figuring then we play it out. The Raiders. Then we play the Dolphins. Yeah. Then we play the Titans. Then we play the Colts. Then we play the Rams. Then we play the Broncos. Not good, guys. Not easy. Yeah, that's not easy, right? And so. I, I guess I guess you know I'll, I'll I'll wrap up my last couple thoughts on this is that I know I, I well let me let me let me tell you something let me tell you something let me, let me tell you something right? <laughs> yeah right I mean I mean the, guys it's one thing to win convincingly it's another thing to win ugly and it's another thing to lose uglier right yeah that's where we're at right now as a team. Yep. That's my point, right, is is we are not looking like a team with any direction or any focus or anything, right? You know, you know, and, and I and I don't want to keep beating up on J.C. Jackson, but, boy, what a dud he's been. You know, it sucks to see Williams get hurt. Allen's off the field still. Who knows? Hopefully he can come back from the bye, but who knows what's going to happen with Allen. But, guys, these are just ugly wins. And we, we can argue all day about who is to blame. Coaching is to blame. And again, Rich made a really good point that, look, at the end of the day, the coaching staff has to adapt, and they haven't, right? So, again, my prediction, Lombardi gets fired. We install a new offense. Well, it'll be the same offense, but just different yeah, set right. of eyes. It's going to be running yeah. it. Um, and I think if that doesn't work, then I think Brandon Staley's on the hot seat and probably gets fired, right, if, if he can't turn the team around. And you know, best of luck to him. It sucks because I really like him. And I think he's a fantastic head coach, and I like him as a person. We keep talking about Church of Staley and all of the above, but holy smokes, yeah. you know. Um, and you're right. You know, um, it's tough. The NFL is hard, though, guys. Right? Every team has talent. Every team has talent, but you got to show up every week to be successful. And and we just. The argument is, do we even know what kind of team we are, right? Yeah. Do we even know who we are as a team, right? Yeah. Do we understand what even makes us successful as an offense or a defense? And I, and, I, and I would almost argue the conversation is, no, we don't. Yeah, That is a problem. And so it's, it's, it's an interesting conversation, right? And maybe yeah. we'll just end with this last comment here. Staley's no being um, an NFL head coach. Look. Across the board, guys, what do you guys think? Does should Staley be a head coach in the NFL? Right? I would argue the answer is yes. And I would say yes just because I think he's a very good leader. Yep. But he hasn't proven it, right? I think I think 500 is a head 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 coach, you know, in the NFL. Yeah. That's where we're at. So yep. nothing exciting. Nothing exciting about that. So yep. it's you know, it's hard. And, and, and- just to say about that, like, uh, you know, I, I, there's motivational leaders and there's leaders to lead men into battle, basically. Yes. And, yep. and then succeed at doing that. Um, you know, I kind of look at like Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards was like a really good guy that had just great quotes. 
seemed to be a good motivator of some sorts, but never was able to really find a way to make winning teams. Um, even yeah. with the ASU most recently, I was like, when he got hired for there, my friend was like, hey, how was Herm Edwards in the NFL? I think he's a good leader. He could probably teach a lot of those young guys some good life lessons. Um, I don't think he's that great as a head coach. Yeah. And some guys are meant to be offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, special team coordinators, um, or you know, passing game coordinators or quarterback coaches or whatever it might be. You know, some guys are that way. Could Brandon Stanley just be one of those guys that's just a good defensive coordinator? 100%. Yeah, maybe. But was maybe. he just in a great system with the Rams and he had one of the best defensive <laughs> linemen of all time? Yeah. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. That I mean, makes people look good. That makes yeah. people look good. And so, it, you know, time will only tell a little bit further on that story, but, um, you know, We'll see how this all pans out. It's it's still a long yeah. season, and you'd hope that this bye week is going to be the reset week. Well, guys, um, as always, you know we're here to support you, um, and you're going to see a lot of com uh, a lot of content from us this this bye yep. week. Um, I'm a, I'm going to really seriously consider drinking an entire bottle of bleach after today. I'm I'm going to fill this up <laughs> with uh, with bleach. This, this right now it's Gatorade Zero. Uh, that won't kill me, but uh, if I put some bleach in there and just. just Chug it down, I'll be dead, you know, because yeah, I mean, right? holy smokes, Lord, guys. I mean, Padres lose, the Chargers just absolutely get their ass kicked uh, by a team that, quite frankly, shouldn't have beat us. Um, I mean, look, you know, you, you respect the other team, of course, um, but at the end of the day, it's frustrating. Again, I've always said, don't ever have a problem losing a tight game. It comes down to the wire, they make a play at the end, it's competitive. But when my team does not show up, literally does not show up, and you just completely wet the bed on both sides of the ball, that's when I have a problem. That's when I start saying to myself, okay, there's something amiss here. There's something going on. And that's where I'm at right now. So maybe we leave it there and continue talking to you guys a little later on. And um, like I said, guys, if you like the content, please like and subscribe again. We just want to, we want to continue chatting with as many Charger fans as possible. Yep. And give us thoughts, right? If there's other conversation points you want us to discuss, you want us to talk about certain things, let us please. know. You know, we love yep. doing videos on your questions, right? So I've yep. done a lot of, you know, videos on people's questions. So put some things down there and, and we'll go from there. So I, I know yep. we already said this, James. Any other last thoughts? I know we've kind of yeah. beat the dead horse at this point. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just, we'll just wrap it up here. But, man, you know, I just want to say thanks for everybody, um, you know, just Absolutely. joining in. We, we're here to be able to talk to you guys. We're doing this for the fans. We love connecting with the fans. You know, I'm in Arizona, so there's a fair amount of Chargers fans out here, but there's not as much in L.A. Where Kyle is at, Andy's in, in Utah. There's not a lot of Chargers fans there, too. We love connecting with the fans here and we love hearing from the community. I mean, 100%. we love the community. We love the team. We don't, we, we go through these type of emotions all around all the time with this team. And we just love being able to do a channel to chat with you guys. So we love 100%. to be able to hear from you guys. We love to hear your guys' support. And so, Hey, we'll have more content out. Charges will come back. We're looking forward to after how this bye week goes and how the week of the Falcon game goes for us. So, we're excited about it, guys. But thanks, guys, for all the support from the Bolt Bros. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys so much. Absolutely. Love you guys. And, uh, again, as always, we're here for you. Bolt Bros out. Yep. Peace, guys. Let's go. Let's go. Woo.